listeners, welcome back once again to a very, very special episode of Lost Impostulation. I'm Neil Fitzpatrick and I am joined for the first time ever in glorious HD 1080p, it is Nicola Volpe. Here I am and I made sure to wear my baseball cap to hide oh, the receding oh. of that hairline. I did not tell you to do the same though. Smart, so. smart. We are a one hat podcast. There can be only one at a time. I like that, actually. Yeah. And we can rotate it if need be. Exactly. Maybe well, we don't yeah. share hats, though. The sponsors can provide the hats. We've thought this through to, to a huge extent. Fully open to it. 100%. Yeah, yeah there we're, you go. We're actually looking into some LIP caps. We are definitely... Or we've looking. texted about it, at least. We've, uh, did we? Yeah, I guess yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, a while yeah, yeah. Ago. yeah. So, yeah, it's a thing. It's happening. It's yeah. a thing. Eventually. Well, we are back. Yeah. God damn, it is episode 32, I think. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and we are fully back in the saddle. And for the first time ever, as I mentioned, we are giving it a shot with the old vids. How about that? These guys over here. There they are. Point at them. Are, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a huge, a huge change, I have to say. It is a, a bold step into the new world. I mean, this is what we have to do, right? This is video content. This is what the people want. Um, but of course, we'll need to get used to it. So, hey, maybe yeah. a bit of a slack from the listeners here. We're getting used yeah. to it. Okay. Give us a break. But, Ironic, uh, though, isn't it, that the yeah. listeners want video to go with what should be an audio medium we believe we're an audio first medium we always yeah. thought that that was the philosophy mm. but we just we've done enough research to know that you know the gen zers the tiktok generation as we mm. call them yeah. they, uh, they just we need something them. to look at you know and uh yeah why not us so here we go let's yeah. do it you haven't tried tiktok yet though actually well, i think you? i can avoid it you know it's a yeah. bit like when i went you to make Bali. It. <laughs> not, not to jump too far off track but it's a bit like when i went to bali we me and Yura were like can we get through this whole trip without using cash so then it kind of became right. a challenge and we actually did get through the whole trip you managed it in yeah. indonesia yeah and oh, it was just because we were like i just don't want to touch the cash you know like it was and those uh, are stacks yeah exactly yeah. fat stacks of cash yeah. right so a bit like that i've gotten so far now without tiktok that i'm like can i go my whole life without using tiktok so mm-hmm. now that said i'm on instagram and i know that a lot of instagram reels are just TikTok content. That's where they got it from. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ripped, yeah. you know? So have I not used TikTok? Mm, who knows? But uh, it is what it is. We'll see what the listeners want. And listeners, speaking of you, thanks so much for continuing to help us grow the podcast. If you'd like to, to do more, for us to do more for you, give it a rating, a review, recommend it to one, two, maybe three friends. Don't, don't stop at three. I mean, uh, no, we, are, we are not setting limits on the recommendations. But uh, the growth continues. We love to see it. So thank mm-hmm. you everybody for all the recommendations so far. We love it. And uh, yeah, please do keep it coming. Yeah, we've got the socials there as well. Lostinpostulation at gmail.com. For those of you that want to email, then I actually checked. It is not even cold Twitter anymore. It yeah. is cold X. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like not a, just the logo. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So forget Twitter. Never say that. So yeah. what what is it called when someone puts, puts something on? X. Is it a tweet? I don't think they thought that far. Okay. An X. Because yeah. I've still heard it's a tweet, but yeah, exactly. it can't be a tweet. It's just not be. Twitter. I mean, follow through. It's an X yeah. box. You X'd. No, not an X not box. An X-box. No. no. You've X'd. Can you've someone X'd. say that? Yeah. I'm Xing you've you. have X'd someone. I'm going to X about this. No, I'm no, not as is... proprietary, huh? It's pretty bad, I have to say. That's really bad. Yeah. See, they didn't think it's through. We did. They didn't. Why are we not in charge? He didn't. He. He. He, who must, who must not be named. Yeah. He who must not be named. Uh-huh. E-L-O-M. But at impostulation. Because lost impostulation was too long. Crazy. Crazy. X. What are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't be the first crazy shorter thing. Shorter and done. shorter. And That's then true. on our Instagram at lost impostulation. The good tag. We like that one. Yeah. That's where it comes. That's where you will be seeing these videos. 
and then we broke down the fourth wall love that. Again. listeners love when you do that yeah, famously they, they yeah. really do and neil a mundane to start yeah. us off to get the juices flowing the postulatory juices i was just on holiday as you know one week what they are taking to calling a baby moon oh pre-baby yes. You yeah. do a baby moon pre-baby, is that right? Well, that's oh. what we—that's what okay. I'm calling it. That's your it. interpretation. Yeah, yeah that's okay. my interpretation. Uh-huh. Because you've heard of it after the baby's born, with the baby, on holiday? I don't think that's I hadn't really cool. thought of it, but right? yeah, I guess it makes more sense to do right? it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Fair. we baby were on moon. holiday for a week. Maria's eight months pregnant, you know, right on the edge. Mm. And had a lot of time on the beach to observe, right? This wasn't a very active holiday. Mm. There is a specific type of person who goes on vacation and wakes up very early in the morning before the breakfast is even served at the resort i know where we're going yeah has a towel under their arm yeah goes and lays it out in the front row of the beach and you don't see this person for the next three four hours but in the meantime they've occupied an entire row at the beach how do you feel about that Ah, uh, it's one. It's it reminds You've me a bit done of it, haven't you? No, no, no. Oh. I, I wouldn't. I haven't, and I wouldn't. I I have a, a crippling sense of awkwardness if I did do that. <laughs> I would be at breakfast, being like, "But what if?" You know, like I would be yeah. going through the scenarios. And the reason, one of the big reasons, I wouldn't do it is because there is this new trend. I don't know if you've seen this of people saying, "No, enough is enough." They take the towels and throw it in the pool. Or in the sea. Yours truly. As an, yeah, as an act yeah. of like, uh, learn your lesson. You left mm-hmm. your towel unsupervised. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you supervised your towel, we wouldn't be in this mess. You mm-hmm. know? Now, a beach is a bit weird though, because I've heard this done at the pool of resorts a lot. Yeah. Because but, then it's like, yeah. there's only a few hundred max, let's but say. But let's say the, the resort also had a beach, oh, okay, which okay. also had the, the pool chairs, the chaise yeah. longs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an arms race, right? Yeah. And like, I wonder, they're getting about like four or five, I guess, to do this. Mm. Do we know for sure that they didn't leave it overnight? Is that a... Is that oh, a no, not, nece- yeah. not necessarily. Some of them might have left it overnight. On I think purpose, it's, though. Yeah, I think it's it exemplifies the kind of me first behavior that I don't enjoy mm. seeing from others on holiday. And I know holidays are time to kind of let loose and be a little bit, you know, oh, I wouldn't do this back home. Right. But also like, please don't do this. <laughs> like, no, you know, Exactly. But it's that whole thing we talk about also with the planes, right? Leaving your brain at home. Yeah, and yeah. There's no more accountability because you don't know the people that are around you. Yeah. Those same people, then we run into them on the way back from the holiday in the airport. Oh. What do they do in the airport? With backpacks, they occupy chairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And will it will they'll be asked to move? Um I no. need it actually from my yeah. bag. So And then you have an eight month pregnant lady Very good point. strolling around looking for, for a seat. People avoiding eye contact, yeah. going back on their phones oh. to the point where I had to just take a couple backpacks and throw yeah. them around. Yeah, yeah. You know? Fully okay, in this case you have the right? ultimate nuclear trunk You've card, got to. the pregnant lady. The eight month pregnant lady. That is like uh, that all bets are off. Like you you have full right there to throw any towel in the sea any bag off so this is the one lip endorsed yeah wonder yeah. this one i would actually put the steel the steel neil seal the neil seal of approval oh, the neil seal <laughs> yeah. yeah just to neil seal uh on this one in particular i think that's one of the few mitigating scenarios where i say me firstism as i've just coined it mm-hmm. is okay you can do that all right but if it's you have reactionary me firstism 100 right? yeah. it's a it's a proportional response oh i love to, that uh, to quote jed or perhaps uh, his his chief of staff let's but, let bartlett be bartlett he got like Bopey v. Bolfi. This is what he does. Uh, yeah, it's actually a very good point. Um, yes, so you have my full support, full endorsement. I hadn't thought of the pregnancy part. If you had said to me, hey, 
I wanted to sit down. My leggies were a bit tired. <laughs> legs are tired. My legs then, are tired. Michelle, I don't want to do this anymore. Then I would have said, no, sorry. You got to, you know, they're, they're bad people, but it doesn't mean you have to be a bad person, right? But mm. you had, you had like a that. trump card here with you. So yeah. full respect. Which leads me to another point, And I was thinking about this, the whole plane ride back for three hours mm. of what if we are to install a system of holiday etiquette Mm. with three punishing scenarios. Ooh. A yellow card. Yeah. It's your warning. Okay. A red card. Mm. A one-year ban from going on holidays. <sighs> Jeez. It escalates and, so and fast. And then you have some things which yeah. are a lifetime ban. Okay, now what? It's this this escalated very fast. So oh, could, yes. Could, could it be oh, we need it. yellow warning, red, you go home from your current holiday? Why do you need to water it down? No, just because <laughs> the problem with responses like this is when they get the warning, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they won't change their behavior. And then, and then red, red, they're gone yeah. for a year. For a year, yeah. That's unfortunate like, response. I'm all for like dictatorship style rules for society. <laughs> but this, I think people... No, we can vote on it. It doesn't have to be No, but you know, like this one people will not follow. Like they will, mm. they will be up in arms about this. But the, the red card is enforceable by the law. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Like, I understand okay. the, the idea. It's just that uh, if you want people to follow it, it needs to be like, okay, okay, look, I was warned, so I will go home from this holiday, mm. and next time I'm going to try a bit harder. A year out of holiday, that's like, that's pretty harsh. Traveling for holiday. Staycations allowed. Yeah. That seems that seems more fair. Yeah. 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 I like okay. that. I like that. Lock so it in. So we'll get deeper into this in future episodes, because to, I'd like to narrow down, you know, yeah. The lifetime ban, what is that? Is that, you know, verbally assaulting a flight attendant or something, yeah. you know, not giving your seat to a pregnant lady? Yeah. Or, you know, the yellow card can be on the plane grabbing the seat back of the person in front of yeah, you. Yeah, you help kicks. yourself into your seat. Yeah, yeah, a little little kick into the back of the chair. Yeah, That's already a straight yellow, yeah. 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 You see? You agree. I think we could easily make a, a list of yellows. Like, uh, yellows are just everywhere when you travel, right? Like, that yeah. is... It's your whole holiday, basically. It's just full of other people committing yellow card fouls. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Love you it. know, in football, it's if you get back-to-back yellows. Yeah. In the same match, that's a red. Well, in the same match, it's a red. Yeah. In two consecutive matches, uh-huh. it's you miss the third match. Oh, okay. And if you accumulate five over a season, mm. then you get a one-match ban as well. This was relevant in my FPL uh, wizardry last oh, year. Oh, was it, huh? Where I had to keep an eye on a few... <laughs> you had to actually learn some of the rules of the yeah, game. Yeah, jeez. thought I could get away without it, but uh, no, I did have to actually keep an eye on a few naughty boys who were getting a few too many yellows. Yeah. You see? Exactly. Sad times. Could have been you. Could have been. Could have been. Wasn't. And now, Neil? It's postulating time. It's postulating time right after the break. And welcome back once again, listeners, to Lost in Postulation. And we're on to the main segment for today, which is an exciting one because it is a new segment that I am tentatively christening the Strategic Postulation Bonanza. Oi. Volume 1. You and names. Love this one. Yeah. Uh... This was uh, born of a certain inspiring story that I saw 
Um, during the week, actually, I've been on Strava recently, getting a little bit healthy, as you Welcome. do. Welcome. Love Strava. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, do I like Strava? Kind of love the, it, yeah. yeah the, the jury is out on <laughs> Strava. But uh, do, I, do I close Strava feeling happier or less happy? Hmm, I don't know. You love but, that social peer pressure. Love right? that. Yeah. Love that constant measuring myself against others. But uh, <laughs> regardless, there is a guy on Strava who's fitter than either of us, I can say for okay. sure. Because he's currently running the length of Africa, right? He's love gone it. from top to bottom. And I just found that, just a very enjoyable wacky idea you know mm-hmm. that it's just a bad idea like don't do it like it, uh, there's Why? no well it's a it's just a bad idea like it's dangerous uh, or what uh danger for one but also yeah. just it no human like <laughs> is gonna want to do that like that's not something we need to do like we didn't evolve mm. running the length of africa kind of you know like it's yeah. just it's just kind but of like you've extreme. been following it attentively so uh, yeah it's serving some purpose like, exactly it yeah. captures the imagination uh-huh. so that was the the spark here because i was like this this is something to explore which is like what are some very weird scenarios that let's say you just have to do them right what's your strategy for doing them oh I so love it. and i like strategy as a topic because it, it is commonly confused for you know tactics you know like mm. what are the steps you're going to follow right. but no what i'm interested in here is like why are you going to take step one followed by step two you know this kind okay. of thing so what i thought we would do is start with a simple one mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of wacky you know but that's the idea it's to get the get the creativity flowing just to see how you approach things and this was also to be fully transparent inspired a bit by what some of the questions i've seen on reddit there's a, a subreddit called Ask Reddit, which sometimes comes with reasonable questions and sometimes comes with just ridiculous <laughs> stuff. And it's more the ridiculous side that I'm leaning towards here. As we do. So are you ready to strategically postulate? As ready as I'll ever yeah, be. Exactly. Yeah, probably shouldn't have asked that. <laughs> but in any case, your first question is this, right? And we're just looking for like a rough strategy, how you're going to handle this. Mm. You have been issued a challenge to eat one door. A door, a wooden door. So like very similar to the one you see here. Okay. Actually use that one as inspiration. Okay. No yeah. metal. So all the metal will be taken off. Okay. And you have one year to consume the door. Okay. And if, it's it's a wooden door that's been painted over? Or? Yeah. Okay. So it's literally, let's take it's, this door it's off. My it's my door. This door okay. right here. So yeah. we'll take it off its hinges, yeah. take the hinges off, the handle off. You need to have consumed that door by September. Oh, I probably shouldn't say the date, but uh, <laughs> by mid-September uh, next year, right? Okay. Uh, now. How are you going to do that? What is your strategy? Wow, okay. So I have 365 days to eat a door. One door. I think there's an aspect here of what they call easing into it. Ah, okay. I hadn't thought of this. Okay. Because I have not eaten a door before, right? Have you not? Uh, oh, so the, the way I'd approach this okay. is the same way I would approach training for my first marathon uh-huh. right okay so let's say i'm going couch to marathon over a year which by the way i do wow. not recommend to anyone no. a horrible idea no 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 yeah but so's eating a door okay um so easing into it so that means i want to start to build up my running so as yeah. not to yeah. get injured okay right? yeah and to then come into marathon training the last Ah. Three, four months. Okay. Year, right? So you spent six months, seven months just kind of getting up to speed, like building up my tolerance for wood in the body and paint. Okay. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Doing but, the, the other type of training, you know, mm. for the jaws when I get okay. to the bigger pieces, etc. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Are you chopping up this door? Are you going to, how, how fine are the, is well, the door? Well, that's what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Do I have props available? Yes. Do I have a saw? Yes. Okay. You have actually. As long as the full grammage of this door gets eaten, you are good to go. So you can do whatever you want to the door okay. as long as it gets eaten. Okay. So 12 months in a year, I'm going to take eight months to eat the first half. 
Okay. Spaced out. Nice. This is your ramping up period. Right, yeah. exactly. Okay. And then there's going to be three months where I eat 90% of the other half is before this, yeah. tapering down before I go back to my regular diet. This feels... With outdoors. I, I feel this is quite high risk though because you're putting mm. a lot of time in in the towards the back end right where well, imagine if you only get you get to that point and then you're like oh no I haven't given myself enough time it's harder than I thought actually to eat this door mm. on the other hand I mm. will have built up you mm. know okay the, the the training necessary to be able to eat more door Unreal. by the end right okay okay my my organs will be more used to you know everything going on once you have pieces of wood coming in etc i actually hadn't considered this at all the adaptation aspect Mm -hmm. that you may need to ease into it right right when i was preparing my my thoughts on this question i i looked up you know what's the weight of a door and there can be about seven kilos okay Uh, a a, a meaty door this one's probably about seven kilos yeah probably and i i worked out that you know grammage wise that's about a hundred and fifty grams a day i think something along those Mm -hmm. lines i don't have the calculator in front of me okay yeah something along those lines and then I was thinking, why don't I just grind it up into sawdust and just sprinkle it on a, on know, other on food. food or blend it into? A but are you allowed to do that, yes. or yeah, yeah, does yeah. it have to be okay? You can blend it in, so you can sprinkle it into a salad, or you know, that's an approach. You that's could, you know, yeah. just replace your salt shaker with yeah. those sprinkles. Just grind it on. Yeah, um, yeah. that is an approach. Yeah, definitely. I think that'll work. Yeah. And then my question was, do you do that every day, or do you do that once a week? You have one bad day where you eat door. You know. It depends if you like it or not. I don't think like you're you lie. are assuming yeah. that you would not like the taste of door. It's a safe assumption, though. I think based mm. on data, <laughs> based on <laughs> oh, yeah? the lack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Okay, but I like. I had not considered at all the easing in strategy and right. the taper strategy. That's also very marathon. Uh, also, making yourself like it. If you start training, say for something like a marathon, yeah full on and you've never done one before you're it. bound to start hating running jeez yeah maybe what better would. way to love running than to meet the level you're at yeah, as you go yeah. same with the door by the end you my friend with the sprinkle strategy yeah will still hate eating doors that's true i might, might say hey i'm gonna do this again in a couple of years this keeps me fit actually yeah, yeah. i'm gonna you know yeah. get to that milestone of having eaten 10 doors by the time i'm 50 that is actually a huge point you're gonna learn to love eating the door absolutely that's a great point like so when i'm challenged yeah. to eat a door it'll be like yes again I thank love you this. thank you for the opportunity the to opportunity eat the door. exactly i will wow. pay to eat doors in competitions the wow. way i pay to participate in races wow but it's a bit like the cold shower strategy you've probably heard of this right mm-hmm. where people swear by if you just take a cold shower every morning for 30 days you will end up loving it because it leaves you on a high after and you know it triggers right. your fight or flight and all these mm-hmm. kind of things but uh no i'm not i'm not one of those people but like it no, sounds you do like the ice baths at three in the morning i'm right? a wim hof uh, right. yeah. yeah specialist absolutely after two hours of meditation 100 yeah. percent every day just don't sleep two in the morning two at night that's <laughs> it if you could out sleep you can get a lot done but uh uh, this is it well i think that's a good place to jump into our next strategic postulation so let's uh let's do that okay strategic postulation bonanza number two mm. this wasn't i have to give a little backstory always i think it helps to, to set the scene right? i think i need it first time i was in japan in tokyo i went not to the tokyo tower but to uh, a tower in yokohama that was like pretty tall you oh, could, you went out all the way out to Yoko. Oh, I was a uh, proper tourist. Yeah. I saw at least one suburb of, uh, of Tokyo. Yeah. But um, this was 
remember this is my first time in Japan mind blowing yeah. one of the biggest biggest, biggest city in the world right 33 million residents good that you know that number actually off the top of your head and you're, declining you're, you're going to need it actually for oh, this okay. uh, postulation <laughs> so uh, at one point we went up this tall tower and I looked out over Tokyo and it's just as far as the eye can see mm-hmm. built up city so dense yeah. so insanely dense and I had a brainwave in that moment and I turned to my friend who was next to me and I said and here's your postulation now I said imagine out there there is one household in Tokyo that has a suitcase in it with 100 billion 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 like unlimited money like so much money right Okay. and it's all yours the only thing you have to go oh, do no. is knock on the door oh, and someone will come and answer it and, and say oh, hey can I help you and you need to say can I have the briefcase right that's Ooh. it now I've got some key numbers for you here. In terms of households in Tokyo, there's 7 million of them, okay? Tokyo City here, I mean, prefecture. good question. Probably that's just city itself, I can imagine, right? That's insane. 7 million households. And you have a little map and like that's, there's a little circle on it and it's like, it's in here somewhere, Okay. okay? Now, it's a strategy question again. Did you actually say this to your friend? Yeah, I did. <laughs> His response was like, what are you talking about? But uh, yeah. And years later, here you are. I was like, well, don't worry. I'm going to use it in a podcast 10 years from now. Yeah. So uh, yeah. In any case, uh, let's say that uh, I'll actually, no, I'll leave you with just that for now. I have a few more key numbers, but let's leave you with 7 million households. Okay. Uh, unlimited money at the oh end of God, it. This is like a consulting case study. Yeah, here. and it could. Yeah, exactly. You're applying for your job at Google. This could be. It could be the first place you check. It could also be the last place you check. But what is your strategy? There are seven million households. The great city of Tokyo, Japan, and there's a lot of money in this. Have we said like it money so for the next money. five generations of my family? Oh, more. Like more. You're okay. gonna be. You're overtaking Elon pretty much. So it's kind of like going to play football in Saudi Arabia if I find this. It's literally know? almost at that level. Yeah, yeah. almost. Yeah. 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 All right. What is my strategy? Okay, so Tokyo. We're talking primarily buildings. Yep. Flats, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say what on average ten stories. Yep right yeah. to to make things easy so on average 10 stories on average per story what five households could be could be more could be less right. on average let's say yeah five right yeah. okay yeah. so that makes for 50 per building cool right how long so, does the building take you and remember they will answer the door right so you could just run down a corridor and go right and if they're not home then it's not the suitcase. So you're fine, you know? So, oh, okay. So we know they have to be home. They will answer 100%. Do we have a time limit on this? That's the thing. No time limit. But I worked it out also. I did a little maths myself on this. And if you did 100 a day, it's going to take you, I think it was 17 years, something like that. Yes. Uh, if I remember right. If so, you knock on 100 doors a day, yeah. 17 years. Yeah. Something but like I think that. you can knock on much more than 100 a day. Wait, yeah. I think you could double that. Oh, I think so too. Let me check the maths. Hold on. But yeah, you, you go keep postulating as I check I'm going to keep postulating. Yeah. So take out the calculator, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we go. what we're saying now is... Seven million households. Seven million households. So a thousand a day, that's going to take you 7,000 days. A thousand right? a day is going to take me 7,000 days. Exactly. That's and like that's non-sleeping 19. days. That's literally consecutive day. No, that's that's just, let's say, a thousand a day. And it takes nine hours okay. a day. So that's going to take you 19 years. Okay. 19 years of working. Yeah. Full but, time every but day. But now you're assuming, you know, 19 years that... That's the guarantee. Yeah. That's the guarantee. So exactly. that's that I will find it at the last household. Exactly. 
how do we factor in that Japan's population is heavily declining? That does make a huge, right? it, it, it will make an impact because if there's an abandoned apartment, no need to knock on it. You know? Right, exactly. It has to be an inhabited household. Ooh. That's actually, in the, in the long scheme of things, actually, that is worth factoring in. You have to start with the areas that you think will be there in, right. in 19 years right. because the suitcase will be in a place that is still here in 19 years. So you don't do the nursing homes? No. You don't do the the elderly people That's flats? True. That's true. 19 years, though. Yeah. That's a career. It is. Now... What am I doing during the other hours where I'm not looking for this suitcase? Can I, mean, I subsist? So am I sponsored? Here's the very strict rules I came up with, right? You're not sponsored, but you're welcome to invest any amount of money that you can source yourself, right? Okay. So you can go out and you can go... If you think you can find co-knockers you can find them maybe you you offer them a, a right. split you know 60 40 something like that let's see i or, think you go full startup founder mode yeah, and yeah, you yeah. start hiring people promising them options quote yeah, unquote right exactly. which at 1%, that moment are worth yeah. nothing yeah one percent here two percent there and all of a sudden you have an army of 100 knocking on doors around yeah. tokyo i was thinking you could make an app you could just be like hey it's like the charlie and the chocolate factory situation you know right. like um just get the app, go knock on some doors, register each door you knock on, right. and you get a little payment for each each door. And then if you find the right door, you're getting the payout. You're you know right. you're getting it. Wait, what payment are you getting for each door? We need to. Register? I mean, we need okay. people to to. We need something to keep them going day to day, right? Right, right. Just right. get some food on. I the mean, table. I think you could get a solid solid level of crowdfunding for yeah. this as well. Also, the, also, what annoys me is the time it takes. So you yeah. need other people to be working for That's you it. to be able. I think to do we this, can right? we can safely agree you're not doing it on your own. No. And there's no need. Like the the, no. the upside of doing that is like, okay, will I either be extremely wealthy or extremely extremely wealthy? Right. You know? So right. Yeah, I think you you recruit you recruit, you recruit. interns. Yeah. Actively, so yeah. you actually spend a couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the station in Tokyo, without even thinking of knocking on doors. Yeah. <sighs> I like I like that approach. You wouldn't even do a you, few knocks. You just build in the up your army. Nah. Yeah, maybe just the ones <laughs> near me, right? You yeah. build up your army and then you go for it. And yeah. instead of 19 years, you're talking. Potentially, yeah, two to three. I think you do it in sprints as well, right? You go, right. look, guys, we're going to be knocking all day every day for the next month, yeah, and then we're going to take a month off. So you then... have hunting season, exactly, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that, and eventually you you get this, right? You do, and it could literally, you never know. It could be the first year. The only reason I'm doing it is because you say it's this crazy amount of money that yeah. I wouldn't like that. My opportunity cost would never match that. exactly because my only closing remark on this right. one was, "What's your price?" Actually. So like mm. we've said what it is for okay. unlimited money we know you'll you'll get there, right? Unlimited you got to do And it. at what point do you say actually it's not worth it anymore? I guess it depends uh where the podcast goes. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> but that then depends. I'm recording remotely from Tokyo exactly. or sleep deprived. That is true. Um, the episode quality will decline massively. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, so what's my price? What's my price? Ooh. Well, it's got to be I think closer to to the billion than the million yeah, yeah right yeah. there's got to be a and i'm not talking yen i'm talking yeah, usd talking greenbacks USD. right yeah yeah, yeah yeah billion a few alexander hamiltons yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. let's uh let's one lock billion that in. is my price a billion is the entry point yeah i guess it's a function of the years because yeah a bill, if 19 uh, years one billion yeah, right yeah no not even inflation just mm. in terms of okay the opportunity cost stacking up potential Ooh, okay, okay. not that i'm gonna make one billion over the next Otherwise, years. Yeah. what are your, what are your uh, backups uh, yeah but yeah I, i'd say a billion for for the full but then you could you could go less yeah i'd take a hundred million for a couple of years kind of yeah. like one of those saudi contracts yeah. really yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah just go down do the job a couple of years go to I training mean, every day 
if podcasting becomes the new um, soccer, then 100%. Yeah. Let's uh, let's lock that in as our strategy as well. Any other optimization tactics though, right? Like you mm, talk strategy, mm. but like yeah. how can we get, like one thing is hiring people, yeah. but then I want to train them mm. the best would, practice of getting as many doors per minute. You would actually, yeah, you would have to give them a little glove or like a little knocker or something because their right. hand is going to get like real worn out the, right. more they, the more they knock. And good shoes, good. You, you could have good runners, like have everyone mm. who's like marathon fit, you know, because they're going to be jogging up and down each corridor, up and down each stairs, you know. Uh-huh. Here's uh-huh. that. Apartment buildings. Yeah. Buzzers and intercoms. Brrr, just do all just the Just do that. You yeah. don't even need to go into the buildings. That's true. And just get a reply. And you don't even need to do them all at the same time, but exactly. it will take you less than going up and down elevator stairs, whatever. That's true. Lock it in. So you are having an army of professional buzzers going buzzers. around Tokyo. Saving Absolutely. even more time. We can do this in a year. We can do it actually under a year. Yes, we can. <laughs> actually, yeah, because how hard can it be? Like they, they I'm sure they, the government sends out like mail outs to people, to all 7 million households. Right. You know? There's a census. There's, There's a way. There right. must be a way. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do it. So this one yeah. is easy, actually. We'll, we'll lock that one in. All right. Do we we'll uh, lock it in? We like that we'll one? Lock it in. Yeah. My only thing is that maybe the Japanese people, you know, won't be so fond of me going around doing this. Yeah, you may get a right. rep. That's the only it's thing. not very polite. No, no. Well, actually, speaking of reputation, actually, that does bring me a bit to the next one. Okay. And then we'll finish on a on a long distance okay. journey. But let's do this this fourth one first, right? Sorry, fourth, third one first. Uh, here we go. This is um one that I think we'll enjoy. You have unlimited money, right? From today, so. The, the like, luggage I picked up in Tokyo. Exactly. Let's yeah. say, let, uh, yeah, to keep it simple, let's say separate scenario. Okay. So a guy has just knocked on the door and said, hello, Nicola Vobi, it's you specifically. We would like to give you unlimited money forever for the rest of your life. Okay. However. Like I won the lottery type of thing. But even like literally unlimited, as okay. in no matter how much you spend, they will just top up. Like oh. there, there is no limit. There it's will, a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. What do I have to do <laughs> to get this money, you might ask? <laughs> I might. The only stipulation is you need to win the U.S. presidency by 2060. I can't. No, but you that's the okay. thing. You have to, right? Okay. Oh, so oh, you need to get U.S. citizenship first and foremost, right? I don't know how you're going to do that, but you have unlimited money, so you'll, you'll find a way. Yeah. But then you also need to win the election. So you need to, you have a good amount of time here. You have 37 years, right? Yeah. So you need to start a career in politics now. <laughs> build up your base I mean you know, it's been done at a get up and much older age than yeah, me right? exactly like you, you actually have plenty of time here now the only stipulation by though, 60 though you said 2060 so 2060 okay. so yeah. you have 37 years from now okay yeah because it's tw- it's 2023 right, right? so right. You, that'll get you to 2060 uh, right. now the way it's checked is at any time I'll be uh, quite a young president by current exactly, standards. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like this is, <laughs> this is, oh, you have plenty of time, you have plenty of money as we yeah. know. The only stipulation is there'll be like a committee, a panel of judges who at any time, they can call you or they can walk into your house or they can email you and they can be like, how's the uh, presidential bid going? And if they feel that you're not putting in enough effort or that you're, if they're worried that you're not going to win or if you're not on course to win by 2060, they can withdraw the money at any time. So they need to feel that you're really making an honest effort, that you're actually on track to win by 2060. Right. Okay. Strategy time. Let's go. Strategy time. Let's go. I don't want to get too technical, but okay, you do need to be a natural born U.S. citizen. Hmm. Makes the challenge a bit tougher, but I think we can work around it. Fake birth certificates, whatever. Yeah. We're um, gonna, <laughs> you're going to have to put some money aside for the fake birth certificate. Right. So 
the the fun the, the interest for me here is the fact that we saw Donald Trump win the right. US presidency with his almost limitless amount of cash but we also saw Mayor Bloomberg crash and burn disastrously which <laughs> oh is even God. bigger on limited hey, he won cash. American Samoa in the primary he sure did right? he sure did nobody can take that away from him <laughs> never uh, um, he uh, is a great example the course of the whole election he sure did he is a great example of how unlimited money is not all you need to become the president right. so I'm more thinking along those lines let's say you could be eligible now how are you going to win okay so I'm, a, I'm eligible yep. I've gotten the citizenship natural born American yeah you can only be it from 35 years old, but again, that's not a hurdle. You've loads of time. One in 2060, yeah. right? Yeah. You've got to build a brand. Okay. And a persona. You've got to be willing to act. Are you going to do movies? I'm no. going to go to Hollywood. Oh. I'm going to go the Ronald Reagan oh. route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partially. Well, so, also the Donald Trump you know, route. I mean, he was a... Film yeah. star, <laughs> Home Alone, Home Alone 2. two in uh, the Plaza Hotel, The Apprentice. Let's the not Apprentice. forget he was a yeah. TV. Face. Well, that's where yeah. I met him as a kid. Exactly, like exactly. I was watching Home Alone, and then uh, the ce- Celebrity Apprentice. Unbelievable. Where, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. You're fired. Yeah, um, he nailed it. Yeah, sorry, he, he spoke on. differently then too. He did. Yeah, less hands. Anyways, I'm gonna go the acting route. Yeah, interesting. I'm gonna start in Hollywood. I mean, Arnold. Yeah, he did it. Oh, I mean, after Ronald. I mean, I don't see why not. And the reason I go the acting route is because the acting route, I have to relocate. I'm in Hollywood. I'm in LA. Yeah. California, fifth largest economy in the world. True, Neil. true, true, true. So if I can get executive experience there, and when we yeah. talk about executive experience, we talk about the governorship, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is what they say is the thing that prepares you the most for the absolute powers you have in the presidency not legislating not the senate none of that mm, crap mm, right so hands on hands on in california as arnold would say exactly although okay. as an example he can't run for president is that is that correct no because he's not eligible because what although he is a citizen what a shame he is not and i quote a natural born is that constitutional though or can that be overturned like it's constitutional we... but you can overturn the constitution yeah. as the supreme court likes to do hey Ooh. so all we need actually mm-hmm. we can just start paying them now actually so so we we could get this changed for yeah. you as well yeah. so i'm in california and at the same time the supreme court yeah i'm gonna start greasing them up a, a little palms. bit right? yeah, yeah, greasing yeah. a few palms i think they're open to it oh especially they're the they the more court. than open to it yeah. um and so that that's that's kind of how it starts, right? Mm, I, I get burn. those experiences there, slow burn, mm-hmm. and then I think you you gotta go the the unprecedented route. Yeah, you've gotta deaffiliate yourself mm-hmm. from whatever party you were with. Yeah, go alone. Go alone. If you want to go far, go alone. The first ever independent to win. To win. Because Nader, of course, has, has had a fair go at... Uh, He's had a nice 2%. And I love yeah. the 2%. I mean, 2% of 340 million voters is yeah. is, is significant. It's Conroy levels, uh, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I not, mean... Not quite. Don't spit on it. I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I wouldn't say no. Yeah. So I'm in California. I'm, I'm doing the job, you know, and you've got to... So one thing is get the Supreme Court. The other thing is, okay... How else can I get voters? Mm. And then we go and not necessarily taking a page out of the Donald's book, but taking a page out of the Donald's mentor's book, uh-huh. your friend, Silvio Berlusconi. Oh, no. We go and no. we buy a sports club. Yeah. We yeah, yeah. partake in a bit of sport washing. 
you could do that anyway like as in right? because you have unlimited money this could have been something you did just for fun but right. now you're making it part of the strategy right which is, exactly which is cool. it's okay. a part of the strategy mm-hmm. i'm in california where do i buy my sports team not in california no. now, right you go east coast i go east coast or i go deep south oh right okay i play the other side of the coin who are we talking so i actually take a team from somewhere in america you can do this right mm-hmm. it's a franchise model yeah and i give Alabama, their first ever NFL team. They love football, college football, but they don't have an NFL team. Damn. Alabama, very different voting base than mine in California, right? So I'm diversifying, right? And I'm creating this party where the core value, Neil, is money. (laughs) Yeah, it's lots of money if you vote for me. Lots of money. And what am I going to do when we talk about greasing, right? Mm. I can promise money to voters. Yeah. Any voter that votes for me, that shows me the receipt, takes yeah. a little a cheeky picture with their phone yeah. in the voting booth. It wouldn't even money. need to be much. It, wouldn't, it could be like $100 and they'd be like, oh, it yes. It could be 100000 I have yeah. unlimited money. Now, wouldn't that draw a lot of ire, though, from, say, political commentators who could say, well, isn't Mr. Volpe just ruining the democratic process and making sure. a mockery of our But if I nation? get the voters, yeah. who cares about the Tucker Carlson's, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of this world? True. You may just right. overturn the money talks after all. Right. right. This you can is just getting pay them. really grim, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. can just pay them not to. Right. It's like that episode of Succession from the last season where it's like, let's just decide the election. Yeah. yeah. You know? Right. Wow. Exactly. But I mean, it, it's true, no? I think I've got, that's that's what you've got to do. So the unlimited money actually kind of made this easy for me because yep. that's kind of all you need. That's what I was thinking. To become right Now, you use the example of Mayor Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. Okay. On the other hand, maybe he didn't try hard enough. Maybe he didn't play the game for mm. long enough. I'm playing this on a yeah. 35 year. You think he came in a bit, he came in a bit late, maybe? Came in a bit yeah. late. I'm not saying he would have won, no. but came in a bit late to the game. He certainly it's it's fair to say he could have done better. Like as in I I'm, I'm not convinced that that was his best shot. <laughs> like, he basically did one debate and then it was like actually I'm at. Yeah. Right. So no. Uh, and also do, he, he built a huge business, mm. but the Bloomberg terminal how relevant really is that to help you win an election? How many people will actually be able to say what a Bloomberg terminal is, the average voter? Even in this room, how many people? I'd say 50% be, of these podcast at hosts. Most, at yeah. most, really. I mean, I think we round down yeah. to 30. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, mm. a sports team, the governorship of California, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep having it acted, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. become a chameleon yeah. of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you win. You just go for the full likable, like, just, you know, when it be one of those celebrities that everyone just can't help but love, you know? Right. Tom Cruise vibes. You do a few Mission Impossible. Absolutely. That no of, matter what you do, everyone yeah, loves you. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise vibes. I was thinking about this, actually, when I was prepping for this episode, and I was wondering, would it help or hinder you to say, put ads out now saying, I'm running in 2060, you know? And because that's going to that's gonna draw attention. People are going to be like, uh, excuse me? What? What are you talking about? You know? Or, yeah. instead of saying, I'm going to run in 2060, mm. you say... Your precedent in 2060. Yeah, exactly. Just foregone conclusion. Volpe 2060. Yeah. Dumb. Volpe Biden. No. Uh, Vol- wow. <laughs> who's Biden's your, great who's grandson. Your yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think Hunter nah, will be allowed. We, we, can, we can let uh, him go. No, he'll be anymore. an American Samoa with your boy. Exactly. Uh, Bloomberg. Exactly. Bloomy. Wow. Um, well, that okay. is... I'm looking forward to the political... How about that? Well, the is it other, too grim? Is it too... Re- I think it's too realistic. It, That's the only problem. It's, that it's, could it's actually too, happen. Exactly. I mean, if you get past the unlimited money part, it is basically a real world scenario we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. which is depressing. But the only <laughs> the only final question I had on this one is, do you bother? So 
Ah. It is unlimited money. And knowing the stipulation that you're going to have to basically work for the next 37 years on this. Do you actually want the unlimited money? Like, is it worth that? And then let's keep in mind that once you become president... You have to be president. You're president forever, though, right? Like Also that. You, whatever, you served your four or eight years, yeah, but yeah. then you're around with your secret service yeah, yeah. everywhere. You yeah. you cannot live anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is it worth it? Probably not, to Would be Would you turn it down? I'd turn it down for the podcast. Whoa, for the podcast. Listeners. I would, I would do it. Listeners, take that on board. This um, is some serious... Of the three things you've taken me through so far, yeah. eating a door, yeah. finding money in Tokyo, yeah. and running for president on unlimited money in 2060, yeah. I think the challenge I'm most intrigued by is the money in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one captures the imagination. Yeah. Followed yeah. second by the door. I'm quite fascinated by the door mm. as something that... It's the most real of the three. Yeah. It's the one that actually you and I could challenge each other to and the listeners would love to follow along. And I, I'm going to categorically promise right now I'm not eating a door at any point. You had a great, what you thought was a great strategy. I have what I thought was a great strategy. This, I mean, is, this is why we postulate though. <laughs> we can avoid doing things. We don't have to actually do anything if we just postulate about it. That's true. That's the great thing about postulation. Kind of like being president of the United States. It's just you don't actually have you to don't do actually anything. Have to do anything. <laughs> you do, these days you do have to do fr- like way too much TV as a president. But yeah, that's beside the point. And it's you have to make sure not job. to trip up the steps onto yeah. Air Force One. It's a PR job. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. A lot of jet lag too. I'm I'm in the no camp. I'm like unlimited you money. You would no. like to be I'm at fine. that G20, you know? I, those vibes. I, I'll find a way if I if I can, you know, if I really want to. I think I can be a journalist at, at G20 or something. <laughs> you know, if I, re- I I'll find a way there, you know. I just Fair. don't want to have to do all the president Fair. stuff. That's no. That's just not even like the becoming an actor and buying the. Okay, football. some of that does sound fun. I'll I'll yeah. give you, but yeah. like mm, no, ultimately, I'm with you. I, I don't think me. it's such an appealing job. No, just stressful. Yeah, and you don't sleep for eight years. Exactly, like you do not sleep. But although Trump seems to be raring to go, he's like, yeah, four years, give me, give me, yeah, get me back yeah, in there. So I guess some people like it. But yeah. anyway, uh, well, <laughs> like that their was reflection at least. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that was the third, and I have only one more strategic postulation for the strategic postulation bonanza. Let's get strategic and conscious of time. We're going to make this one a quick one, quick oh. in and out, right? Ish, because we want we want to have some time to right. for the parting shot at the end, right? So, uh, you like Formula One? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you like seeing those cars go around when yeah. Ferrari does well. Uh, thank you. Yeah, always. <laughs> for twenty years, they've done well. I mean, they're they're back in a bit of form now after Monza, apparently. Yeah, but yeah great form when you don't win anything. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah, when your expectations um. are on the floor, you can pretty much only uh, go up. But uh, that's beside the point. You have just been awarded, sir, two tickets to the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku next year. That's pretty the fun. end of Europe. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty much as far as you can go uh, from Europe. And one as of the far furthest. as southeast, right? Exactly, yeah. It's a bit of an old walk, actually. And that... Do we even consider it Europe? I mean, I'm I'm a I'm very like Euro exclusionary in that sense. Like, oh, you are. Yeah. I'm like oh. if you you either have you're either in the EU or you're you're oh, so only the 27 member yeah, countries. Yeah, I'm very harsh on this. It like, used to be two. So the UK is not part of no? Europe. Uh, <laughs> like the geographic. I, okay, on a side note, like to, <laughs> why do we bother having this phrase like oh the geographical thing of Europe? You know, like the geographical landmass. Oh, it includes Russia, includes the Urals. You know, like. Because now what you have now is 
about five countries who claim they're the geographic center of Europe. Lithuania claims it has the geographic center of Europe in it. But doesn't Belgium do the same? Yeah, this is the thing. On every, the other side of Europe? Almost every country in Europe goes, we are the center of Europe. The because, heart of Europe. Yeah, it's all about where do you draw the circle? Do you go to the top? Do you go to Svalbard? Or do you, like, do you right. include uh, like every... Sweden's southern... pretty long. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, how east do you go? Do you include Russia? No, but apparently some people do because Lithuania is like, we're the center. You know? Right. Part do of you... Russia. That was always the logic, yeah. right? Like Until part the of Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. This is just, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, beside the point. Yeah, well, maybe we'll save that for well, another. You didn't, uh, you didn't conclude your point. So my, my point is, I don't believe that it's necessary to talk about the European <laughs> landmass. We have Europe. We have a thing called Europe. Okay. Let's talk about that, right? The so, Union, exactly. Okay. So that's Europe okay. in my head. Anyway, okay, fine. And then there's other countries, but so we're going uh, to great Asia. countries. Great right. countries. We're going to Asia. Okay. We're going to South Central Asia. Let's All right, say. fine. So uh, <laughs> lost a lot of time here in the uh, in the intro, but in any case. Uh, you have been offered these two amazing tickets paddock passes for the whole time you're going to be f in the best seats in the house okay. you can meet all the drivers you can do everything you want it's going to be a great great weekend right? city circuit yeah I went once but in Singapore did oh, I tell yeah, you yeah. that's a good one to see as yeah. well Very you nice. get uh, free practice close. okay but still yeah, yeah. yeah I was at Monza myself amazing times well, there you go. Yeah. amazing <laughs> times but uh, you are going to get the chance to go to and enjoy that weekend the only stipulation is you unfortunately need to make your way on foot Mm. Now it's been the tickets have been awarded by a real climate friendly organization, okay. and they're they're promoting you know it's like they're promoting uh, how you don't have to drive everywhere, and like you know even though Formula One is driving, the fans don't have to you know. I support that. Zandvoort does that already, right? So right. this is just a little extension of that. Yeah. Now it is a bit of a journey, so I've looked it up. It's four thousand kilometers, um, yeah, by road, uh, and also. There is a route that you may or may not want to consider. I'll, le I'll leave that up we to you. We have some issues here. We yeah. have a few issues. And uh, let's leave it at that for now. I was going to throw in some other stipulations, but let's keep it as on foot. You need to get there. What's your strategy? From Copenhagen. From Denmark. Copenhagen, Denmark. Okay. And you can set off. I mean, you're going to have to take time off work, but you, you can set off as early as you want, right? So what's the strategy? So 34 days of walking nonstop. Nonstop. Right. Does that factor sleep? I doubt it does. No. Yeah. I mean... Come on, even the cycling directions on Google Maps are always yeah, like yeah, half yeah. the time. I should have known better. Um, yeah. These clowns. Yeah. 816 hours, 4,000 kilometers. Mm. It's a lot of marathons packed heavy. into that. Yeah, no one says you have to run, right? But it's no, a, right? You may want to just to get, kind of move along, right? Yeah. yeah. So you asked, what's my strategy? Yeah. So first, geographically, and apparently you're anti-geography, mm -hmm. you and your flat earthers, Yes. Um, is that the walking route goes directly through western Ukraine, but then goes all the way down into Crimea, sure does. crossing that part of the Black Sea into Georgia, the Caucasus, before getting to Baku. So yeah. we're, this is going to actually be even longer. And this was a surprise, quite honestly, when Google recommended this as the best way to get there. Yeah. I would have thought they might be like, it may be taking into consideration any active war zones, but... Maybe we didn't update our Google Maps. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Uh -huh. But anyway, uh, so are you saying you don't love that route? I'm saying that doesn't give me the best chance of success. I mean, it's shorter. It's the shortest route. Yeah, it's shorter if you don't get blocked. Yeah, but right. I mean, you got to weigh that up. And I like how you say blocked as if that's the worst thing that might, that might happen to you. But uh, right. well, <laughs> you may also... A lot of other things. Yeah. Um, so it's a, there's a lot of Poland there in the beginning. Too much Poland. Yeah. No, no, I have nothing against Poland. But okay. instead of cutting Poland that way... Hmm which leads directly into Ukraine, I'm afraid we're going to have to take a bit more of a, shall we call it, Balkan route? 
Okay, okay. Uh, where from Poland you come down, and I know that's not the Balkans yet, but mm-hmm. into Slovakia and yeah, Hungary. Yeah. Okay. And then you have some Serbia, Romania, Bulgaria action. Mm-hmm. I see some mountains in Romania you might want to avoid as well. Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. To be precise. You can, right? you can skip those, I think. If you if you keep in Serbia, I think you can skip most of the mountains. But... Okay, so we skirt even that. So we're actually going further west. We're making this even longer, but could be worth yeah. it. I love the Balkans. Balkans is vibes, right? You'll enjoy the walk. Like, you'll you'll yeah. be making friends. You'll be... Great people. Yeah. Some of the friendliest, actually. Absolutely. They get a horrible rep, but they are actually much more friendly than in a lot of other parts of Europe. That is a huge call. Can I go I on the record? You can, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Please. Now... Serbia coming into Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Stop off at Sunny Beach on the coast with all your fellow Irish tourists. Love that. And then I guess we work our way. There's two options here. Mm-hmm. We have the Black Sea, which we would have to keep to the south of. Or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I see where you're going. Yeah. If we go water. Can you we can go draw. water? You can go water, but okay. uh, you're going to have to fashion some kind of a... It's it's no motors, right? So you're going to oh. have to row or, you know, okay. sail maybe with wind, you know? Hydrofoil is an option. Uh, famously windy Black Sea. Exactly. Um, so Istanbul. And then we can either take a land route where we cross all of Turkey. That, that green part on the top of yeah, Turkey. Yeah, that looks, that looks healthy. Yeah. Um, that's quite long, though. That's going to take a while. Turkey's a big country. And there's a lot of that is without roads, I can see. Or at least, you yeah. know, not very good roads. Yeah. From Turkey, you would come into Armenia, potentially Georgia, stop in Bilisi. Yeah. Do you pronounce the T? Tbilisi? No, Bilisi. I think if they didn't want the T, they shouldn't have put it there. Fair. That's a wonderful linguistic approach that you have. <laughs> yeah. Great attitude. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that was their choice. If it's uh, called Bilisi, call it Bilisi. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty right. sure it's written differently in Georgian, but... That's um, beside the point. That is beside the point. Bailao uh, Hakli. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And then we come into Baku. Okay, so basically this is difficult. So... Uh, <laughs> that is putting it somewhat mildly, yes. Um, it's a lot of walking. I did say there was going to be a lot of walking. Yeah. It's a lot of walking. It's 4,000 Ks. Now, this coming into Poland directly from Denmark, that means I'm, I'm going... I'm sailing a part of the Baltic. Yeah, right? I wouldn't recommend that actually. I would have thought it might. It, Google recommends that, but I would have thought it's better to go down south of Shayland and then hit the that little gap between uh, Denmark okay. and Germany, because then at least you can minimize the water part. All right, so I different have to, route. So yeah, I stop yeah. off in, but let's say Berlin is my first big city stop yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah. Get get some some Berlin hipster vibes. You know, you love those. Uh, it's your swing zone. More uh, more mine. <laughs> <laughs> and from Berlin. Actually, we don't have Poland anymore because I come down, I come into Prague. Yeah, who needs it? Be aware that there's mountains here, though, right? Uh, in uh, Because mm, from, mm. from Czech Republic, we come very close to the Austrian border. That's true. Um, but let's skirt it. Let's skirt it, come still into Vienna, Budapest. Mm-hmm. Wow, this has become a grand tour of the European capitals. Yeah. Uh, and from Budapest down into Belgrade, and then we, we go through what I said before. Now... Yeah. You know, is there is there anything you want to throw at me that that could uh, inflict on the on the strategy hmm. here? If I was, uh, I suppose I was thinking of throwing in a few wild cards, such as you are allowed one trip in a car. Oh, okay. Of like say five hundred kilometers, five hundred kilometers. Just to, yeah, just to oh, break it up. That saves so me a lot. Do you cash it in towards the end? Do you do that across Turkey, maybe, or do you do that from the start to get off to a good up and running? You know, Any there's thoughts? there's two theories here. Yeah. There's so is it is it a strictly a kilometer or an hours in the car? 
Oh yeah, because you're just going to maximize. You're going to go autobahn, right? Yeah. Well, depending on what the rule is, I go one thing or another. I think it's kilometers, just because it's it's ultimately there's no time stipulation here. It's right. there's a kilometer stipulation. So if it's if it's a kilometer stipulation, then yeah. I'm going to actually choose the most difficult, yeah, grueling uphill. piece of the route, yeah. uphill, Hard. gravel road, whatever it yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. and I'll also get longer of a rest. Cool, makes right? more sense. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably going to be some of these rural stretches of Turkey. Yeah, I was thinking that too. That'll probably be actually a big chunk of Turkey. And even taking you into a little bit of uh, Armenia, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So yeah. basically, tour, but then I come out in Armenia. Yeah. And that final stretch. Refresh, easy. That's yeah. like that final stretch of the yeah. marathon. Exactly. All the fans are there clapping you on. They're like, you made it. We've been following your journey on Strava. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Will you even want to watch the Formula One by the time this is? This is months. Like, I don't think idea. I could give less of a shit. Like, like, I don't even <laughs> want to watch the race. Tomorrow. Just get uh, me a hotel room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Is there a five-star hotel awaiting me, though, in yeah. Baku? I'll give you the that. Tickets, I'll give you that. At I'll least? give you that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And any sleeping restrictions on the way? Uh, not necessarily. No? Okay. I would have even said um, you could get creative and have a, like a horse-drawn cart situation where if you hire uh, a local person to uh, drive the cart, you can sleep yeah. while the cart is uh, moving, even. And where are you in all of this? Uh, I was thinking, uh, I I don't want to leave you alone. I want to also right. join, right? But I'm not in it with you. If like, you want the other ticket, you gotta yeah, yeah, be yeah. somewhere around. I was thinking someone's gonna need to like adjudicate this thing. So I'm gonna be the timing car. You know, I will I will absolutely drive alongside. Mm-hmm. I'll have podcasts going. I might be watching stuff, but I'll be there in spirit. You know, okay. like side by side. And if you need anything, you let me know, and I'll throw a bottle of water. At, you know, whatever okay. it is. You're gonna be driving pretty slow. Very slow. I mean, if I'm walking, yeah, I don't love that, but yeah. uh, I'm not walking. Oh, that's 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 just <laughs> okay. not. A, maybe I'll be a bike. I'll be a timing bike. Maybe. You'll bike the whole. Okay, that'll I'll, be nice. I'll roll along beside you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then maybe what I'll do if I get bored, I'll just cycle on to the next city and then wait for you there. And you know, so, <laughs> okay. there's great many opportunities All here right. for for collaboration. And what if your bike gets stolen? Oh, the tables have turned, Ooh. haven't they? Now, are well, you walking then? Well, given that I'm kind of the the challenge setter you know i think i have unre- i have free reign to just you know source a new bike <laughs> to just steal somebody I'm allowed, else or i'll just i'll be like yeah. i'm just gonna fly to back actually see like, you know i'll uh, okay. i'm allowed all right it's you who has to do the walking what a journey i the door was number two and number one was tokyo i think this okay. is the new number one. Oh, i would love to do this yeah it kind of weird it sounds perversely fun in a weird way yeah what um what season would we be do? When is Baku? It's in May, the Grand Prix. Yeah, right? it's going to be hot. Yeah, sorry to say. Hot, but not too hot. Manageable heat. Yeah. We're coming from the north of Europe down through that oh, yeah, Balkan yeah. route. It's it's only really Turkey that I'm worried about, to be honest. Like, yeah, parts of Turkey. I think you're, weather-wise, you're fine until you get down there. Yeah. But we might skirt parts of Turkey by having that rowboat on the Black Sea. Exactly. And um, hey, I mean, it's, it's actually... September 24 is when the race is. Oh, okay. So it used to be in the spring. We could even bank on the the Ukraine war being over at that point. Imagine that. September 24. Oh, 2024. Yeah, because yeah. then you get to you get to like go straight down through. You go to Crimea. You just hop across, and then it's a quick walk down Georgia. Like just uh, hopping to Crimea. Yeah, but the war being over doesn't necessarily mean Crimea is in friendly hands. I'm saying let's let's imagine everything's good there. Okay. Yeah. Then I think that's that's your that's your best. Well, that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. We like, like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the Western Ukraine. I think we could do that regardless. 
It's just True. a matter of then do you have to cut down yeah. straight into uh, Romania. Now, Moldova, yeah. Yeah, now. Well. But then you pass Transnistria, which is also, you know, a bit of a oof, of a heated zone. Dodgy. Um, well, I mean, this you can actually go forever on this one, and we shouldn't because we do have to let the listeners get back to their normal day. Right. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. We? Well, I mean, I, at some point, yeah. It's yes. more for, for our sake. That's um, true. Yeah. But yeah, there's not many other routes. No, that's it. Are there? The Black Sea really poses a bit of a threat here. Like that, I mean, how else are you going to do it? It's uh, Black Bloody Sea. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, <laughs> and, and speaking of seas, Baku on the coast of the Caspian Sea, mm. Neil, which is it a sea or is it a lake? To me, it has distinct lake vibes. But is it salty? That is the question. That is the question, which we will find out while we are in Baku exactly. which looks like a lovely city never been would love to go but there's a first time for everything yeah it's, it's gotta be and Baku you know across the coast is Turkmenistan maybe we could go there after Tehran also on the Caspian Sea Tehran Iran Iran I mean we're American gonna make the most of it we've we spent a lot enough time getting there we're gonna have to actually yeah and Kazakhstan is also on it Georgia the Caucasus as, as we would call that Our region Caspian holiday it's coming together nicely actually okay the Caspian Sea 2024. Caspian Sea 2024 is locked in already, 100%. We'll do a raffle for one lucky listener to join us. Please. I imagine, I, I think we would struggle to get even one entrant to that raffle, but uh, hey, stranger things have happened. That's brilliant. Well, I think that is a great place to wrap up the first ever strategic postulation bonanza. What a successful postulatory uh, journey it has been. Thank you for taking me on this. Uh, I, think, I had no problem. Hey, it's the least I could do. We've eaten doors. We've knocked on every door or rang every intercom in Tokyo we have we've run for president we've laid out a whole strategy we've been productive actually and uh, we've crossed Europe and some of Asia because you do not consider a lot of European countries European Uh, may have to retract that statement but that's for for a later episode it takes us to the end of yet another uh, amazing adventure in the Lost in Postulation universe thank you Nicola Volpe for joining us do you have any parting shots for the listener oh I do oh damn listeners when in doubt you can always win American Samoa <laughs> dedicated in the memory to the memory of Michael Bloomberg he's still alive he's but uh, <laughs> he's very much forgotten so uh, thank you Michael Bloomberg for running thank you for everything and thank, thank you. you Neil Fitzpatrick hey anytime Hear you soon, listeners. Cheers.